Adam Pengilly, good morning. How have you boys not been to the Winston yet? Yeah, well, I haven't right. been to the races that much in the last few months. You've just got your spot in the Channel 7 little studio there, Jared, don't you? Yeah, doing yeah. Your, yeah. That's yeah. a very, you that's a very good point, Adam. Once. Very yes. good point. The couple yeah, of times that me and Loz have been together, we haven't seen Mido. He just gives yeah. us nothing. Doesn't even come say yeah. hi. Yeah. Loz could have been down there. They, 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 had the, um, they had the Dally M's there last year. Yeah. Did you get uh, a gig did or not? No, I didn't go. I didn't go. No. Okay. No. Well, well that, it's that, just that, too hard to go to the Dally M's when you're walk, uh, working radio. Yeah. radio. Mm. No, they had the Dally M's there last year. It was, a, it was a great night. So, obviously, it's, it's sort of the new go-to, I suppose, sporting awards venue. It's got the Allen Border Medal and the Dally M's there. It's, um, yeah, it's a good venue. The Apollo Stakes is going to be a go-to race on Saturday by the looks of the nominations. Yeah, fantastic uh, set of nominations there, Jared, yesterday. And very much keen to seeing the big boy Animo back in back in action in the Apollo Stakes. And uh, I'd imagine he'd be pretty wound up. He's obviously opened up extremely short with the tag, which you thought that'd probably be the case, given his record. And I tell you what, he's got a... This campaign coming up can, I suppose, define his legacy, really. I can't imagine racing on as a five. I think that's pretty much set in stone. He'll head to start in the spring later this year. But considering what's in front of him in the next few runs here in Sydney, more than likely heading towards the Queen of the States and then going overseas potentially to the Northern Hemisphere and maybe Royal Ascot. Um, there is some really, really big fish to fry for the Dolphin. So we saw what he did last spring. He was very much wound up to win that wing stakes there first up. And I imagine James having a pretty similar level. And we saw with Aft Cabin last week in the Eskimo Prince, he didn't leave anything a chance there. And that horse, I thought, might have been a little bit vulnerable. It was far too good for his opposition. So I'd imagine Animo will have similar levels of fitness after a couple of barrier trials, and uh, very keen to see him back at the races. The one horse I, I just want to give a quick mention to is El Bodegon. Um, this horse from the Chris Wallyard, who was virtually a flying prospect to the Cox Plate last spring. He ran really well, and I know he's only a small little thing and taking his time to adapt to Australian racing, but very keen to see what he can do and maybe emerge as one of these horses we can call one of our weight for age stars in the next 12 to 18 months. Do you think he'll run, or will he go to Melbourne? Uh, good question, Loz. I'm not sure, because... Chris Wallace got a, a couple of different nominations down there for the All Stakes as well, which is shaping up as a really good race too. Mm-hmm. So it's just that time of year, isn't it? We've got a couple of 1,400-metre weight for age races, both in Sydney and Melbourne on the same day. They're both Group 1. So it's just the program that we have, which is not great. But unfortunately, um, for punters, it's hard to work out. But Chris Wallace got the option, doesn't he? So he can he can wait and decide later in the week. I'm sure he'll have those, those figured out sort of by Wednesday afternoon or Thursday morning. He'll have to anyway, because he's got some horses on a flight that's heading to Melbourne. So... Yeah, we'll wait and see, but um, I'd imagine the your might be a, a better option trying to avoid Animo, but it could also be a deeper race too, so very keen to see how those two races stack up in the end. What happened to Adam Hieronymus at a barrier trial yesterday? Yes, horrible news was there yesterday. Late in the barrier trial session at Randwick, he had a fall off one of his horses and uh, injured his shoulder, had to go to hospital. And the news came through late last night that he's broken his collarbone, so for a guy who's trying to make his way back after that long suspension or long ban, getting ready to return to race riding in the next couple of weeks. It's just horrible, horrible timing. So we wish, wish Adam all the best. He'll be off the scene, obviously, for a little while, try and get that mended and get it fixed. And let's hope we can see him race riding again because it's been a long time to wait to come back and uh, it's going to be another few weeks on top of that now. Plenty of big guns have been trialling. How has the Everest winner Giga Kick and also the Melbourne Cup winner Gold Trip gone? Yeah, a couple of really important barrier trials during down at Cranbourne there yesterday. Giga Kick obviously trialled really nicely. I think Clayton Douglas has made it fairly clear. We won't be seeing him in those sort of early season group one sprints down in Melbourne like the Lightning Stakes and Newmarket. They'll save him and try and get him ready for up here in Sydney later in the campaign, given he had a pretty taxing campaign last year. So I'd imagine probably see him up here in Sydney at some stage heading towards the TJ Smith Stakes. And Gold Trip I thought trialled pretty well as well there yesterday. He had his first jump out, I think, might have been last week or the week before. And 
some people are saying he's a little bit flat, but he tried a lot better there yesterday. So he'll be getting ready for some of the big races. I'd imagine heading up to Sydney at some stage, maybe Quinlan's maybe he heads towards the Sydney Cup of the genuine two-mile, but good to see a couple of those. I suppose headline horses back on the scene and getting ready for their campaigns this autumn. Yeah, some sad news for the racing industry and in particular up there on the north coast. Yeah, Lawrence, I didn't mention this last week in the program. We didn't get time and sort of come through the news or late on Friday. Bob Milligan, uh, the former trainer who was a legend of country racing for many, many years, has passed away. I had the pleasure of spending a bit of time with Bob and his son Glenn up there on the on the mid north coast at Taria a few years ago when they had a had their really good horse, Charming Baby, going around. And Bob had a horrible, horrible accident going back several years ago now when he was uh, hurt by a horse, which left him very close to death, unfortunately. He managed to survive that, but Glenn had to take over the running of the stables. And Racing New South Wales, to their credit, were extremely good, allowing all the horses to be still in Bob's name. And I know he got a huge kick out of seeing Charming Baby do what she did in the last sort of 12 to 18 months of her career, obviously winning stakes race, competing in a country championship final. So... I just want to send out condolences to Glenn and all the family because they'll be doing it tough up there at the moment. And, uh, yeah, Bob has been an institution in country racing in New South Wales for many, many years. So he's lost to be felt all around the industry. Thank you, Adam. Have a good day. See you, boys.